0: Good morning, 12-Hour Broken Podcast. West Coast Wiley here. No dogs. They're not, they're not digging it anymore in the morning, I think, because they don't get their treats every morning, right? That's the thing with golden retrievers. They can balloon up pretty quick, so we can't be feeding them puppuccinos every day. So they've caught on. They're too smart. They're like, yeah, Dad, I'm just going to sit in the truck with you. <laughs> I'd rather stay at home, and the kids are going to feed me their breakfast. Um. Okay, let's get into it. So this is a rather bigger topic um, and it's a different way of looking at things in your business and it's stuff that I do when I'm sitting there going, okay, what is this something I want to add into the business from, from getting into a business? Like what do I want that business to look like? What's the structure of it? Uh, What's my philosophy in it? How, How do I look about what components I want in that business? And so I tend to reverse engineer things. So typically, you go to someone and you say, Hey, this is what a successful mortgage business looks like. Right. And you're going to each of us are going to have our own definition based on what's currently working, what we see other people doing, what we actually want our company to look like in the future based on mistakes we made. But you've got this idea. You're like, Hey, if I was going to run a successful mortgage business, it would look like this. Okay. So that's the typical way that people do. It. If I said to you, if I came to you and said, Hey, Give me a, a five-page breakdown, 1,500-word breakdown, whatever that is, of what a successful mortgage business is. We could all do that, right? We're all going to come up, then all these answers will be different. I tend to look at things the opposite way. I go, what would a non-successful mortgage business look like? What would a business be that's just not going to do well, not sustainable, not going to be here in 5, 10, 15 years, not going to grow... Like, what does that look like? And that's what I do with everything I do. I, revert, I go the other way because I like to simplify things. All too often, too many of us overcomplicate everything. We do, especially entrepreneurs. And if you've got a creative side to you as well, you just kind of keep going down these rabbit holes. You keep trying things, never sticking it out. And so a lot of us, and you've heard me reference this many, many times, like you've got an awesome business sitting right in front of you but you keep your desks just too busy. There's too much stuff going on. And so it's much like, the, I'll give you an example, and then we'll come back to that reverse engineering, some thoughts there. Um, but let's say you've got your business, and let's say you've got, you know, you, get, you go and get your leads coming in, you got your discovery call, and you got like these four or five things, these core things that hold your business together. And you're like, okay, and, and, but none of them are great. Some of them are just okay, some of them are working but then you want to go add on something else. You're like, hey, I'm going to do birthday cards now. It's like, okay, well, now I got to figure that out and hire somebody that or write it myself or hire a company or, like, I got to do that. And then, okay, now I want to do referral cards a referral program. Okay, okay. And now I want to go do social media. Okay, and now I want to... And meanwhile, the three, four things that actually keep your business going, like birthday cards do not, right? Tracking renewals does not. Doing... uh. A, post, a postcard on social media day does not. Or that's a whole other conversation, but it does not. Uh, like all these other little things you keep wanting to add. Hey, I'm going to add in this automation so that the lawyer gets an email as soon as we get this and everyone gets notified. That doesn't move the needle. But what does move the needle is your lead gen, your discovery call, the client journey from the client's perspective, And then the culture in your company and how you treat your staff and how your daily habits. So if you're too many people are moving on to go and add on these other things into your business where you're not an expert on the discovery call yet, you can't overcome an objection of why should I work with you? Because like if if I'm going to pay a premium, because we all know everyone's going to pay a premium interest rate wise, maybe not money wise, but from their perspective, client goes, hey, I can get this. Why would I work with you for 10 more basis points? If you can't clearly articulate that with a lot of confidence, have it roll off your tongue, like that's a hole in the boat. That's something you need to get figured because all the leads you have coming in, well, if your discovery call sucks, if you're not a master, and I'm talking like a master at discovery call, you need to know what that client, what lender they're going with, who they've talked to. You need to have things up your sleeve to like, Go, oh, well, this is. Have you thought about this? So, CIBC need to have uh, questions to create doubt and then layer in what you actually offer. I, I do training on this in the academy, and it's like your mortgage offer, how to double your conversion. I had a conversion problem. I was getting some leads in, but I wasn't closing them. I was closing two out of 10, three out of 10. I worked on this. It drastically changed my business. But instead, too many people like to go and figure out the birthday card scenario. I'm just using that as an example. Right? Or they? Oh, I'm gonna give Gusto cards, and then that's a whole thing they gotta figure out. And then I'm gonna like partner with one realtor and do a mail drop, so I'm gonna figure that out. And then I've got, you know, I'm gonna dip my toes in all these other things where the fundamentals of your business are broken. You don't have an actual lead generation strategy. Do you have one? What do you do every day? You should have non-negotiables that are directed towards lead gen. We're in a sales business. This is a freaking sales business. It's not a mortgage business. It just so happens we do mortgages. Sales solves all problems. Before we get into that, this podcast brought to you by Americano. Oh, hot Americano. So think of the sports teams, those sports teams that they go on a seven-game losing streak, and all of a sudden, like, this guy's no good, or he's past his prime, or "He's he's a cancer in the locker room, and our coach isn't working and all there's excuses coming out. Everyone's kind of the culture's suffering. Everyone's kind of like, ah, you go on a seven game win streak. Hey, everyone's like, this is great. Yeah, we've turned the corner. We're gelling as a team now. You have the same players, same everything. No one's skills have improved. You can't improve your skill set like in season on stuff. You just can't. That happens after. You don't work on your face offs like in a playoff run. (laughs) Like, so You know, winning solves everything. Sales solves everything. We are in a sales business. So do you have non-negotiable things you do for an hour a day, every day, every single day? The boring things that keep turning into business, keep layering and compounding the foundation of your business. Do you have that? If you don't, get that figured out. That's way more important than making a TikTok video. Right? If TikTok is part of your lead gen, great. Awesome. Love it. That's in your non-negotiable every day, right? So there's, or learning about a net worth program. Doesn't matter. What are your lead gen things every day? And then once you get them on a discovery call, is your discovery call awesome? I'm guessing 98% of brokers discovery calls are six out of 10 or less, right? And that's a problem. It's a big problem. You're going to put all this work in to go get leads, all this work in to get referral partners, to send you warm leads and then your discovery call sucks. And if you think it's good, then I challenge you to go approach someone who, and go, hey, I'd love to role play. Let's each all do for you and you do for me. Let's see what our discovery call sounds like. Let's go through it, right? So I'm telling you that discovery call is one of the most important things you can do. Hands down without a doubt, but you need the leads, right? So now you've got lead gen, got that. And then you have your client journey. Like where's the deal come in? How do you track deal? Like, so what I'm saying is we've got foundational pieces in our business that you need to get better at before you keep adding on other projects. It just doesn't make sense. So if I look at a business and I go, how would I build an unsuccessful business? I would be like, I'm going to have 12, 13, 14 moving parts, and I'm not going to be very good at any of them. I'm going to be really good at maybe a couple little things, but the other ones, I'm just going to be okay. Me personally, that doesn't work. I'm like, I'd rather be awesome at four things, four things in my business. I want my lead gen daily habits, non-negotiables to be tight. I want them to work and compound over time. I want to build my list. I want to market to my list. I want to knock my discovery call out of the park. And then I want to make it easy peasy, lemon squeezy for my client to work with us. And I wanna wow them the client journey with our budgets and videos. That's it, that is it. If I'm building a business, an unsuccessful business, I'm gonna have a ton of tech and I'm gonna fall in love with the word automation. I'm gonna think that automation is gonna solve my business, right? Most of us close 80 to 100 deals a year and we could have a very nice life and a very nice career. You don't need automation, you don't need automation. You do not need automation. There's certain little things you can automate, like if someone signs up for your calendar and you shoot their info into your database, 100%, great automation. But all the other parts, you don't need it. It costs money, there's tech time, there's a learning curve. I know people that have it, and they're doing really well, and they're crushing it. But that's like the, not even the 90-10 rule, that's like the 98-2 rule. 2% of them are using it correctly. Everyone else is frustrated, spending a lot of money, and one piece breaks now, is a ripple effect It's taken away from your non-negotiables a lead gen every day because you're trying to fix this damn automation over here because you think that's going to solve your business or it just kind of looks cool and it feels good. And it shoots that out. And yeah, okay. Well, how about your discovery call? <laughs> like, are you crushing your discovery call? Like, are you very, can you lay out, if I hit you in the spot right now, boom. Why should I, why would I work with you and pay a premium? Why would I pay a 10 base point premium to work with you? Go. Like, convince me now. You need to know that. You need to be so good at it. It took me months and months and months and months of practice on that, role-playing, 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 and doing the shower over and over and over again. I had to lay out. So I've done all this training. If you listen to the podcast, I've got it in here, like what we say on there and how we do it, how we create doubt in the client. So I'm just trying to give you examples of you need to get, if I'm building a business that's unsuccessful, I'm going to have 12 different things. I'm going to have, I'm not going to focus on lead gen every day unsuccessful business. I'm not going to do that. And when I do focus on lead gen, I'm going to go try a bunch of different things. And I'm not going to stick to one. I'm going to try some webinars. I'm going to try some social media. I'm going to try to get in with referral partners. I'm going to try realtors, accountants, lawyers, financial planners. I'm going to try it all. I'm going to do it all. Right. You don't need to have all those referral partners. You don't need focus on one. To get really 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 good at understanding their problems how you can solve it what what benefits their clients the relationship they're like you don't need to like spread yourself so thin but if i'm running an unsuccessful business that's what i'm going to do i'm going to try and focus on all those different referral partners instead i like focusing on one: realtors that's it are there accountants out there that send me business hands down without a doubt are there lawyers? Maybe. Financial planners? Sure. But all my marketing, all my pain points, everything is geared towards realtors. So I'm just gonna focus on that. And just go find really good realtors. Instead of finding 40, I'm gonna find four. They're really good. And that's what I'm gonna spend my time and energy on. Right? If I'm building an unsuccessful business, I'm dabbling in social media once in a while. You know, that's gonna not move the needle. You either go all in or you don't do it. Because you're just wasting time. If you think putting a postcard out there and saying something cool or Bank account announcement and throwing that up and then wondering why you're not getting any business. Well, you have no call to action to get people offline. You're not engaging with anyone. There's zero engagement. Right? You only get out social what you put in, much like life, much like relationships with friends, everything at home. You only get out what you put in. No one's coming. Keep this in mind. Nobody is coming. This hit me. Back in the day, can't remember who told me, but it just hit me. I was like, huh, nobody's coming. No one's coming to help. Zero people coming to help you in your business. It's all on you. It's all on you. So if I'm running an unsuccessful business, I have a bunch of tech. And why do I get the tech? Well, I get the tech because I think the tech is going to solve my business problems. I'm telling you it's not. It will complement some things but that's if you get the right tech. A lot of us are using the same tech that is being given to us from our network. Some of us, we make it work. Other people are frustrated as hell, but you feel like you should use it because you're kind of paying for it. But I'm telling you, the best tech is the stuff that's not connected to a network. All right? it is, you go and pick out the best thing you need that's not given to you. No network can offer you all the best tech. It does not exist, it doesn't happen. No one can be awesome at everything all the time. They can be very good at one thing here and there. So if I'm running an unsuccessful business, I'm just using the tech that people give me to run my business. I'm also not tracking any of my clients, leads, anything. I'm also not asking for reviews ever. I'm also not marketing to my database consistently. And when I do market to them, I'm not going to spend much energy in being authentic or differentiating myself. I'm just going to send the same thing that is given to me from wherever, whatever, I'm, whatever brokerage I'm with. I'm going to send out the same stuff. I'm not even going to put a video in there. If I'm running an unsuccessful business, I'm going to hide behind email. going to hide behind email. I'm going to think that I can just send emails out and run a business. If you've got a massive database, sure, you can get away with it for now. Get much more business if you throw video in there, but I'm not going to use video if I'm running a successful mortgage business. If I'm kind of mapping that out, I'm not going to help my clients with budgeting. This podcast brought to you by Americano. See where I'm going with this? This is how I look at things. So there's a couple of things we, we covered here where I wanted to get your brain at was if you're looking at your business, maybe reverse engineer and go, what, what would if I was going to start over as a mortgage business, what would I not do? What would I not want my business to look like? And if you do that, I promise you, you're already going to realize, holy shit balls, I've got a c- confusing business model. I'm confused. I would simplify it. The majority of us will say, simplify my business, simplify my life. If I wanted to run an unsuccessful mortgage business for my lifestyle, Ryan Wiley lifestyle, I would answer my phone whenever it rang. Whenever it rang. Is that how I say it? Whenever it rings? Either way. I would answer it all the time. I'd be glued to it. Phone call. Boing, bing. Stop my weed gen non-negotiables stop my database marketing stop doing my videos answer the phone hey yeah okay yeah nice to meet you what's the problem yeah yeah i've got some time sure half hour sure let's talk yeah i don't know who you are don't know you from a hole in the ground but shit i was just doing this other stuff over here that to build my business but sure i've got time for you yeah oh you got a problem oh someone dropped the ball oh that's cool yeah tell me more i'll tell you if i can help Okay, yeah, yeah. Who have you talked to? Oh, two others. Yeah, well, okay. Why don't you send over some details and I'll see what I can do. I'll make some calls. I'll talk to my lender contacts. talk to my colleagues. I'll see if if I can find a solution for you. (laughs) See where I'm going? If I'm running an unsuccessful business, that's what I'm doing. (laughs) I'm doing that. Hey, discovery call. Someone books discovery call. Hey, Ryan Wilder. Hey, I don't know if you can help me or not, but my credit's not that bad at bankruptcy and couture proposal or blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'm in my credit, but I've got 5% saved up. And, you know, my credit score is 570, but I'm working hard on it. Hey, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to coach you along. And it's probably going to take us six to nine months to repair that. And I'm going to coach you along how to do that. And then I'm just going to cross my fingers. I'm really, really going to hope that you're going to come and work with me in nine to 12 months from now. So absolutely, I'm your guy. Right? Right. I've got a commercial building. Uh, yeah, I got that. Yeah, I know First Nile's plan. I know I, I know people that do it. Sure, lay it on me. Let me know. Like what down payment, what area, what do you think? I want to get pre-approved. I want to know. what. Oh, sure. Okay, let's go through the process. Like if I want to run a nice unsuccessful business, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm hoping this is like, hopefully there's something resonating here where you're just like, huh, interesting. And I'm not trying to sell you on My model or my way of thinking, I'm trying to sell you on a different perspective, a different way to look at your business. And when you're making decisions daily in your business where you're thinking bigger term, you're building your business plan, you're talking about your goals, all that stuff, how do you think about it? Is it, I want to build where I want it to be or, hey, I want to not build an, an, I, I would map out an unsuccessful business in, by your definition. And, and that's pretty much your do not do list for your business. And it should become easier when you're thinking of these discussions. If I want to run an unsuccessful business, I've told you, I think everybody should have a webinar. I think 100% down, hands down, everyone should have a webinar. You do it all the time. But if I'm running an unsuccessful business, then I do a webinar, but I try it for a couple of weeks If it doesn't work out the way I do it, I don't do it. I don't build my slide deck out. I don't push out to my database. I don't commit to it for 12 months. I don't tell people about it. I'm a little too scared to talk about it on social media in case no one shows. I don't practice it before. That's what I would do. And that's what majority of you are doing if you're in the webinar world. There's only a couple of you crushing it. Right? Most of you have that unsuccessful model. The model that is deemed to fail. So i could take this with every little area so a couple things is that's how you should be looking at your business or maybe that's just a different angle for you to think about it's how i do right if i'm going to run i'll give you some insight if i'm going to run uh 10 loans a month that's a company i own now 10 loans a month is a training company if i'm running that if i'm building that unsuccessfully I'm gonna have it rely if I, uh, that's ready to fail. I'm gonna have I'm gonna rely on a lot of other people to help me build the business, and which makes it hard to scale. But that's my unsuccessful model, because that's our current model, and we're getting away from it. It was the model when I bought it that we came in at, and that model's going away. Where we have a lot of coaches in there. Well, we're if you decide to stop coaching next quarter, we lose you as a coach. Now we got to backfill, and we got to like maybe give people their money back because you're not there anymore. And like we're we're relying on you. So that's an unsuccessful model. That's not a coaching model that works long-term in my opinion, which is why we're changing it. So we came into a business halfway and we're changing some things because I think what's an unsuccessful model, (laughs) something I can't scale an unsuccessful mortgage business is something I have to be involved in all the time. It's something that I'm driving now, by the way, uh, so if I'm slowing down on my thoughts a little bit, it's because I'm trying to not hit women and children. I'll hit guys. That's all right. I'll drive over them. But women and children, we have to save them. Um, so it would be something where if, if I go away on vacation, then I'm really not on vacation. Well, that's not successful to me. So how do I figure that out? It'd be something where an unsuccessful mortgage business would be something where I have my finger tips i'm my fingerprint on everything in the business i'm the one doing the signing packages i'm the one doing the social media i get the engagement daily engagement that should be you but i'm doing the postcards i'm putting that to There's services out there 50 bucks a month i'm doing all the tech stuff i'm building my automations i'm coming up with my articles to write for my content for my blogs I am trying to figure out how to, like, seriously, seriously, stop. Or please keep on doing. I'm just telling you, that is not, if you go back to the drawing board, if you've been in the game two years, 12 years, and I say to you, build a successful mortgage business or build an unsuccessful mortgage business, like, shit, you're going to be writing a bunch of that stuff because a lot of you are, you're just, you're too deep into it. You're making these mistakes. I have to be, I'm the only one that can do these, like, get over yourself. I'm the only one that can review down payment docs best. Sure, teach someone else. I'm the only one that can do these budgets as well. Teach someone else. I hired an assistant, uh, I don't know, two years ago, three years ago, I don't know, two years ago. And I was doing the budgets. The budgets, I'm really good at them. I go blah, blah, He learned them in a day. I had training videos built. I gave all these scenarios. I said, here, go build them for me. Let's see what you come back. 98% done correct I was like oh my god why am I building budgets <laughs> seriously I was like oh my god get over yourself I remember talking to a top broker it's a long podcast I'm gonna wrap it up I remember talking to a top broker and he had brought people in under him to take and he removed himself I'm not saying you do that but I just want you to think this way and I said, well, I need to do that. He's like, Ryan, like, get over Like, do you have that big of an ego where you think you're the only one that can do that specific thing that well? Like, get over yourself. You're not that great. <laughs> I was like, oh God, that's so true. Right? So building an unsuccessful business, that should be your focus. List that out. And then I think it'll help you correct and see things a little more clear in what you're doing. Um, and please, before you start adding in all these other tentacles. It's other things around your business. You need to have your fundamentals done right. Right? Do you have your lead gen? Sorted. Should be every freaking day. You have an hour. I'm, I'm going light on that. But I'm saying one hour a day. Non-negotiable lead gen tasks. What are they? Do you wake up? or are you, are you trying to figure out what you're doing when you wake up? You should know exactly what you're doing. So you need to spend the time and energy to figure out what those habits are every single day. That's what drives your business. All your problems go away. I'm telling you this because I lived this world, lived it for a while. I didn't do the birthday cards, the renewals, the all this other stuff, these little things, projects that make you feel warm and fuzzy in your business, but don't move the needle. I didn't do any of them. You know why I didn't do any of them? Because I focused on lead gen and I was winning and I had business coming in. Were there other business I could squeeze out? Sure, but it didn't matter. I, my hour a day of doing stuff made more than enough money for me and my family, more than enough. I didn't have to worry about having that all polished up. Now I didn't need an assistant to go track all that stuff because I would just do those foundational pieces. And when I got you on the phone, I would crush it. I was the gatekeeper. I knew exactly if you came in, we got you. If I said, we're not a fit, or, I don't think this is gonna work. I saved us a bunch of time. So I got really good at lead generation. Database marketing webinars and my discovery call, and then we'd wow you with our budget video. That was it. That was our model. Didn't need any other fluff. Used very little tech. Did not need everything. Track things on a spreadsheet, piece of paper at home, tracking every file, like simple stuff. So there you go. Okay, that's it. That I don't know why I felt that passionate about that one, but um, there you go. I hopefully that helps resonates with some of you. This is way too long. I try to keep these definitely under 20 minutes. to Respect everyone's time. Um, I'm going to let you go now. Five texts a day. Um, Comment. If if something resonates here, please put a post in one of the groups and tag me or Facebook message me. I'm just, I'm curious how this resonates with people. But uh, there you go. Okay, kids. Enjoy your day. Peace out. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.